It is Thursday, February 9th of 2023, and you are watching Nice Daily Drive. Yeah, two in one week. How crazy is that? Bam! Welcome everyone to Guy's Daily Drive, the show that continuously asks the question, why? Just why? Because I can. I think that's the, uh, I think that's the general answer each and every time I ask that question. Uh, I hope you are all having such a great day. Come on, it's green, that means you can drive. Thank you. Uh, what are people doing here? And people trying to go left managed to screw up two lanes. Wow. So good. So good of you to make things worse for everybody else. That is, that is how people are. Especially in this area when it comes to traffic. It doesn't really matter if they inconvenience an entire group of people if they get to be 30 seconds ahead. Isn't that just human nature really you know for example there's a um, an on-ramp to one of the interstates here and it's two lanes and then it splits for uh, one going north and one going south well a lot of the people going north are going into Maryland and uh, at the end of the day that's like a huge number of people I, I went bowling last night and I see this every single time uh, because I'm you know, working from home on Wednesdays. I have to take this road to get on to the interstate to work my way around to where I go bowling. And I see it each and every time where you've got a big long, long line of cars that are trying to go north. And so that's all backed up. And actually, the traffic on the interstate is also backed up going north. I think it's like six lanes, eight lanes, and it's still it's still all backed up. And it's almost entirely Maryland drivers, though of course there's also a smattering of people just trying their best to get through the, uh, the northeast corridor on their way to someplace else. But it's always backed up, like between three and six terrible time to be going north and as I'm in the it's the right lane that goes north I'm in the left lane because I'm swinging around to go south and there's always a backup on the south because there's a bunch of people Maryland drivers trying to go you know squeeze their way in uh, to go north without having to wait in the big line and you know, it doesn't matter to them that they're also making life miserable for people going in the other direction because it saves them a little bit of time. And they don't care, you know, they, they just do it because it gets them ahead of somebody else. And that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's the problem right there. It's like, you chose to live where you live. 
chose to work where you work, why make other people have to pay for the inconveniences of your life? And I, I just, I just don't get why people are like that. And so many of them are. You know, I, I can understand if you're driving along. You know, you're not from the area, and, and you don't know when you come up in the left lane, and you realize suddenly that oh crap, I need to be in this other lane, and your alternative is going to be really, really bad because you have to go another lane to the south, and then try to get on someplace else, which is just going to make your life even more miserable. I can get that. You know, you, you've made a minor mistake and you're trying to get over. But that's that's not the case here. This is just a bunch of people wanting to go north and not wanting to uh, wait in the, the line of cars that are also trying to go north. And it's, it's not right. And, you know, you kind of wish almost that you could take people out of their cars, shake them and go, what is wrong with you? Why would you do this? Why would you block somebody else's access to a road that isn't all hosed up just so that you can save yourself a, a smattering of time, just a little bit of time? And of course, the inevitable answer each and every time would be because they can. And that's, you know, that's their justification for, for all of the stupid crap that uh, humans do along along the line of their lives because they can and it justifies a lot of really really bad behavior i don't know let's let's move on to something a little better instead of me just complaining about the stupid things that other people do let's talk about the stupid things that i do because that's always more entertaining um, not this weekend, but the weekend after, on February 19th, I think it is, Sunday, I am going to the first XFL game in this area, and I have to say, I'm really, really looking forward to it, um, DC Defenders, and I still don't even know who they're playing, and quite frankly, it doesn't really matter, none of these... None of these teams, it's not like, you know, when, when you go to an NFL game, chances are the nucleus of that team has been together for a while. You know, their quarterback and linemen on both the offense and the defense have worked together. And, and you know, it's, it's you, you kind of build a cohesive spirit and, you know, a, a connection with the fans and all that. But when you're a startup league, and, and you know, yeah, I know the XFL played in 2020, 2021. I don't remember what year it was. They, they played um, 2020, I think. They played four, eight, nine games. And then because of COVID just basically shut everything down. And there was some question for a long time whether they were gonna come back. and. Then uh, a group of people, including The Rock, came in, and they, they bought the assets, and they've they've put the league back together. So the the team that I'm going to see on that Sunday, this these are guys that, for the most part, you know, I mean, they may have been together on, on other various teams, but it's not like 
these are the same DC defenders that were playing in 2020. I'm, I'm willing to bet almost none of these players were on the 2020 team. Um, so it's all it's all a crapshoot. Uh, we don't know. They don't even know how well they're going to play uh, against another team that's also filled with a lot of people who haven't played together before. And honestly, that's that's part of the fun. You know, it's 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 brand new, and you can you can uh, kind of see the team either come together or fall apart, as the case may be. And I don't know. I mean, I may go to multiple games this season. I, I'm not sure yet. I've never been to, to uh, Audi Field. And uh, that's, that's where the major league soccer, major soccer league team, uh, DC United play. And it, it looks like it's a kind of a nice stadium. And I'm, I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping there's a, a good crowd. And I'm hoping that it's going to be a fun and entertaining game. I love watching live football. So that's that's that Sunday. The other bit of news is I got together over uh, StreamYard, which is what I use to stream uh, my Mac podcast with Gaz, with my son Peter and his friend Jake and their respective fiancés. Liza and Kelsey to talk about the New York trip. We finally, finally have all the details down. And it took a while because, of course, you know, these are, you know, myself and, and Tracy included, these are three couples with entirely different thoughts and opinions on how a trip like this can go. And uh, for the most part, it was it was pretty smooth. We decided that we weren't going to do the expedited trip, which would have been, you know, go up Saturday morning, hopefully with no delays, see the play, and then after the play was over, take the train back. We agreed on trains there and back. So instead, we're gonna we're gonna go up on Friday. I think that's the 14th on Amtrak. And they're both going to catch the train in Fredericksburg, which comes through DC. And Tracy and I will pick it up in DC. And we'll all ride it on the train together up to New York. Sort of up to New York. We're actually stopping at uh, Newark Airport. And there's a reason why we're stopping there because that's where the hotel is that we're going to stay at going to have our own room, which is, you know, it's not like they're kids. These are men in their late 20s with their girlfriends that are in their mid to late 20s. And they certainly, you know, deserve their own privacy instead of sleeping with mom and dad, which is just weird. So, because the problem was hotels in New York, especially in the area of the theater district is like crazy, crazy expensive, like three to $500 a night worth of expensive. And it just, you know, we, I, I, we just couldn't justify spending that kind of money on what's really not even that 
nice of a hotel room. You know, the main reason why it costs that much is because of where it is. And, you know, that's fine. You, you know, you charge what the, uh, what the area will bear. And that's what apparently what the area will bear. And so we're going to stay at a hotel right there at the airport. And the, the good thing about it, not that it's at the airport, because that's kind of the shitty thing about it, is that it's within walking distance, like a five-minute walk to the train station. And whoop, I hear a siren. I don't know where it's coming from. Okay, but the um, the train station is is how we're going to get back and forth uh, from the airport into New York, and it's about sixteen dollars each way a person on the N New Jersey commuter or something. It's like NG or NJCC. I I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what that means, but they have trains like every fifteen minutes to a half hour. And we'll just take that right into Penn Station. And then from Penn Station, it's about a 15-minute walk to where the theater district is. So that's not bad. You know, a little bit of exercise. And we save easily... 50 to 75 percent staying at this hotel at the airport and again you know the only reason why we're going to stay at a hotel at the airport is the cost um there's really nothing in that area that i know of that's that's worth staying at but it's convenient it's basically just a place to sleep and uh we'll save some money and just take the train in every day but we're going to see the see the play on that Saturday at two, and then after the play is over, we'll go out and have some dinner somewhere in in New York. Don't know where. Maybe a nice steakhouse. That would be sweet. And uh, then do whatever. I don't know what else. You know, the Peter and Jake and, and Liza and Kelsey are going to want to do. But that's that's basically the whole day. And then the next day, we have a, it's like late morning, early afternoon train that will take Tracy and I back to D.C. and then back to Fredericksburg. But it's all straightened out. And per couple, it ended up being, I don't know, about $700 for the entire weekend. Which, when you, when you consider you're talking about two people in New York, and you're going to see a Broadway play. Um, honestly, and that's that's transportation there and back, two nights in a hotel, and the play, plus, you know, whatever extra we spend for food. That's not bad for a trip to New York. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, that is all I have for today. Uh, if you would like to help support this channel and I would appreciate it though you don't have to it's, this is these are the things that I do you can go to patreon patreon.com forward slash Matt Parrott you can 
buymeacoffee at ko-fi.com forward slash backbird or paypal at paypal.me forward slash macbettit if you want to get a hold of me and tell me about all the things that I'm doing wrong uh, about going to New York going to see football games from leagues that may not even last a season or traveling to New York you can do so by writing me an email guy at mymac.com or you can also send me an email to uh, Shark. sorry podcast at vertshark.com what else well, there's the Twitters. I know people are down on Twitter these days, but I'm still using it. thought TweetDeck was gone, and that was going to put a serious hamper on my tweeting activities, but it seems to be back. But I have two Twitter handles, MacParrot and VertShark. You can go check those out. Uh, I am MacParrot on CounterSocial, as well as MacParrot over there on Mastodon. And... Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of the stuff I've got over there. If you would like to hear other things that I do, I'm occasionally on Chuck Joyner's Mac Voices Live on Tuesday nights. That's always a blast. Didn't do it this week. Um, sometimes on David Ginsburg's David, David Gins, Ginsburg's, wow, that's hard to say for some reason, uh, In Touch with iOS. And the, um, of course, the, the main thing that I do is the mighty MyMac.com podcast with Gaz over there on, or at the MyMac.com website. So you can find all those things, do all those things, pay me all those ways if you want to. Don't have to. It's all just fun. But I will see all of you next time right here on Guy's Daily Drive. Bye-bye.